0: to the Friday, January 25th edition of Between the Horns, everybody. Miles Simmons here to take you through the Rams Super Bowl bye week as the team gets ready to head to Atlanta to take on the Patriots for Super Bowl 53. And let's begin with some injury news that will hopefully calm down any fears. So kicker Greg Zerline was seen in a boot in the locker room early this week and then showed up on the injury report for Wednesday with a left foot injury that would have kept him out of practice had the Rams actually held a session. Actually, they were just doing media day. But head coach Sean McVay said on Thursday that the issue is not serious and it is not going to keep Zerline out of the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, so Greg, he really just had a, a foot strain, Lindsay. Um It's his plant foot. Uh, we're just being extra cautious with regards to kind of having him in a boot, doing treatments, things like that. Don't anticipate or expect it to be anything that prevents him from being able to play in the game. Being, precau- being you know, just extra cautious with it, but he'll be okay. Is it
0: something that happened during the game or something he's been kind
1: of playing? During the game. It was something that came up during the game, but. Uh, Didn't seem like it affected him, did it?
0: So I think we all saw Zerline boom that 57-yard field goal to win the NFC Championship game, and that thing looked like it could have even been good from 70 yards out. So I guess it really didn't seem to affect Zerline very much. But according to special teams coordinator John Fossil, that injury occurred coming out of halftime, and then Fossil didn't even know about it until much later after the game.
2: Yeah, it happened at halftime when he came out to warm up right before the third quarter. He just was kicking and he they have plates in the superdome that are covered with normal turf mm-hmm. but he stepped on one of those just little boxes that you know i guess was a plate underneath it and it just charred his foot and like, he's fine mm-hmm. i didn't even know about it <laughs> until like on the plane ride home or the next morning i can't even remember when i said great why do you have a boot on your foot i like, i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell me like i guess i'm glad you didn't tell me because it's good that I didn't know, you
0: know. Overall, though, the Rams had a pretty big day on special teams in the Superdome to beat the Saints last Sunday. Of course, you had Zerline kicking those long field goals in high-pressure situations. But then there's also Johnny Hecker, who once again executed a fake punt. So when the Rams brought in Johnny Hecker all those years ago, John Fossil says one of the things that attracted the team to him the most was the fact that he had been a quarterback back in high school and he had that ability to throw the football. But on the whole, Fossil had high praise for Hecker when he
2: spoke to the media on Thursday. He's a lot of fun personality, but also, you know, he's a great athlete. And um, if he wasn't punting the National Football League, you know, he maybe was, would have been a quarterback or a wide receiver. You know, his coming out of high school, it just kind of took him that direction. But yeah, he's... He's a great guy to have in the locker room, in the meeting room, the practice field. And then, you know, what he can do on the game field is just a huge bonus. Also on fakes, Fossil said that
0: the bulk of the work goes in during the practice week because when the play comes up in a game, the decision has to be made in about three seconds to either go for it or not. While it seems like it could be a lot of pressure, Fossil made it sound like given the preparation, it's not really as difficult as it could be. That, however, could be a little different when it comes to facing the Patriots who are known for being extremely fundamentally sound and are not often fooled by special teams trickery. New England head coach Bill Belichick once again called Johnny Hecker a weapon on Thursday. He said that back in 2016, too. But Bill Belichick also said that the entire special teams unit of the LA Rams can be considered a weapon. So that could mean no fakes from Fossil's crew in Super Bowl 53.
2: Just like us for them, you know, we prepare for what they've shown on tape over the last couple years and some things that Slater and Ebner and those guys can do. So I think everybody... You know, is aware that China can throw it, and you know, it's something that it's kind of a guessing game. What do we think they're going to do to us, and what do th- they think we're going to do to them? And I don't think there's any secrets anymore about anything like that.
0: Shifting gears a little bit, quarterback Jared Goff made a number of tough plays against the New Orleans Saints last week, and you could probably point out many of them yourself. But two head coach Sean McVay pointed out from the final sequence of the game were the two throws to Tyler Higbee. And this answer from his Thursday press conference also contains a little nugget about wide receiver Brandon Cooks.
1: And then when you really look at the two throws he made in the overtime period, um, those are two of the greatest throws. I thought he made a lot of great throws where he's changing the launch point. You know, he's coming out to his left. He's got a guy right in his face. He ends up delivering a great ball. Tyler Higby makes a great catch where he's able to get a positive gain. And then a couple plays later, Cam Jordan is right in the backfield as long as, as well as Von Bell, where he's basically booting out. He's got his back to the defense. He finds a way to retreat with some depth and get it to Higby for an unbelievable seven yard completion that ends up getting us inside of 60 for the field goal range and then Brandon Cooks you know to talk about a smart football player having the presence when I give him a terrible play call on the third down to drop it knowing that it would have been a a negative play where he intentionally drops it but I just thought Jared's ability to just be at his best when his best was required the competitive greatness showed up in a big way Uh, we're very confident in in his ability to lead us you know knowing that it's a big game like we've
0: said but uh, I think Jared will be you know himself which is exactly what we want him to be. Those plays did really show something from Goff, and it's part of what the 24-year-old quarterback
3: has been growing into during his first long postseason run. Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely worked on that. That's definitely been part of my game I've worked on is, is different arm angles and throwing on and in different positions on the move and definitely something I've worked at and tried to get better at. But I think as you gain more confidence and you, you get more comfortable, you're able to actually make those throws in game in real time. and to your previous question, I, I I think yeah I was I was proud of the way that you know we battled and the way that you know we were able to sit in there and it was as hard of an environment as I can imagine I'll ever play in um, and and just for us to be down 13 nothing early and for our offense to slowly chip away and, and make plays it was it was great and it was a, it was a good one to. Build confidence for us.
0: This will not be the first time that Jared Goff takes on Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and the Patriots. The third start of Goff's career actually became Tom Brady's 201st win as a starter back in 2016. But, you know, Goff was just seven years old when Tom Brady started winning Super Bowls. So you would think that it's probably a little bit surreal just being about to face him now for Super Bowl 53, but when you talk to Jared Goff, you know you you kind of don't get that impression.
3: Yeah, well, uh, just grew up obviously. I was young when he got his first Super Bowl, and um, I do remember him playing in the Super Bowls. I don't know if I remember an exact moment I could give you, but obviously do remember them playing in and, and winning a bunch of Super Bowls and. Um and then, yeah, two years ago, that was, I believe, my second or third game, uh, and they got after us pretty good. And uh, hopefully, it's a different outcome this time.
0: A couple of things Goff seems to really respect about Tom Brady is the longevity of his career and his ability to
3: consistently make it to the Super Bowl. It just goes to show what he's been able to do. I think getting to this game nine times is is unbelievable, and it's it, you can't you can't put into words how. Remarkable it is, and, and everything he's done, and, and why he's going to go down as you know the best of all time, if not one of the best of all time, and um, you know just so much respect for him and everything he's done, and at the same time, um, ready for I think our defense is ready for the challenge. It's it's going to be a tough one, and one that we're getting prepared for right now.
0: One of Brady's former teammates, cornerback Akib tolib also had some pretty high praise for the quarterback when talking to the media on Thursday. He's he's the, he's the goat, man. One of the best to do it. Super competitive guy. And he really like an offensive coordinator on the field. Talib played for the Patriots for the second half of the 2012 season in all of 2013 before moving on to the Broncos as a free agent. And there's another former Patriot in the Rams starting lineup, this one on offense, and his name is Brandon Cooks. He said earlier this week that he has a lot of takeaways from his 2017 season with New England.
1: You know, I became a, a smarter football player. Um, you know, just learning from Belichick and, and McDaniels. Uh, a, a great place to play. Uh, enjoying my time there. A lot of respect for everyone that's there. Um, made a lot of friendships, but um,
0: yeah, a lot of great things that are coming out of there that I learned. Um, too much to probably just sit here and talk about. Now, there's only so much that you can take from the Patriots because you played there and then translate it from year to year. Now, that's based on the way New England always seems to be evolving. But Sean McVay said that the Big Game experience of Tlaib and Cooks can likely come in handy for their younger, more inexperienced teammates over the next couple of weeks. Certainly, he and both
1: Akeeb provide a you know an experience in New England, both having played in Super Bowls. Akeeb having won one um, when he was in New England. You know that definitely is something that you draw on to communicate with your players. But these guys are just great football players that have had a chance to play for a great organization and
0: had a lot of success. Now, McVeigh actually misspoke there. Tlaib didn't actually reach the Super Bowl when he was with New England. He lost in the conference championship game both in 2012 and 2013. But given that Tlaib won a Super Bowl with the Broncos at Super Bowl 50, I, I believe McVeigh's point still stands. So finally, let's end on special teams coordinator John Fossil. Yes, we've heard a lot from him, but he's a man more commonly known around the Rams facility as Bones. He's just one of a few members of the previous coaching staff who were retained when Sean McVeigh took over over back in January of 2017 and Fossil actually served if you remember as the interim coach for the last three games of the 2016 season. So, how is he feeling now that the Rams have become conference champions? What has it been
2: like? Yeah. It's been pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I mean, if you had asked me 2 years ago if I thought we'd have we'd be going for our 16th win and playing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> Ah. <laughs> you know, I believe we are going to get better, but that was pretty fast. You know, and then to be able to do it with, you know, the the staff that Sean's put together has been great. You know, the type of person, as players that they brought in, whether it's you know Whitworth and Woods and Cooks and Peters and Talib, and gosh, just a really good collection of really good football players who are really good guys, and then the staff. You know, it's like. I didn't know many of them before I got here, actually very few, and it just immediately felt like just my buddies, which is a great feeling coming to work, you know, you feel like you're working with your, your guys, it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> so it's been, uh, I've been lucky to, to be retained and continue to be part of the team, and this is what I was hoping for. I think you ask anyone in that building that the Rams have over there and they
0: will tell you just how good of a man Fossil is and it's always really nice to see someone like him have success. So that'll do it for this Friday, January 25th edition of Between the Horns. Miles Simmons saying thanks so much for listening everybody. We will be coming at you from Atlanta next week. The team travels down there on Sunday and we will have complete coverage on therams.com of all the team activities leading up to Super Bowl 53 on Sunday, February 3rd. Have a great- Great one, everybody.